Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk, where you'll be inspired and motivated by the journeys of movers and shakers from all around the world and those who are occupying and taking dominion. Emergence Radio Talk with Dr. Tavara Johnson. Welcome, everyone, to Emergence Radio Talk with your host, Dr. Tavara Johnson. And you know me, as always. I'm excited for my show. Today I have a very special guest who is walking in her God-giving purpose, and she is making the making an impact in the lives of so many people. I want to welcome Apostle Tangela to the show, and indeed, it's a pleasure to have you here with me this evening. Hello. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule just to be able to come and inspire our listening audience tonight. But before we get started, I know I have a copy of your amazing bio, but I want you to let our listening audience know just a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do. Awesome. So greetings, everyone. Um, My name is um, Apostle Dr. Tangela Phillips-Lane. I am the Senior Pastor of New Vision of Faith Kingdom Ministries in Salisbury, North Carolina. We are a newly established ministry. We have been um, up and running going on our third year. We will be celebrating our second anniversary actually um, pretty soon. So we are are excited about that. I am a wife. I am a mother. I am a grandmother of two beautiful um, children, Riley, who's my grandson, and Kelly, who's my granddaughter. Um, I am a nurse by trade in the marketplace. I am also a licensed nursing home administrator, um, so I, I get to share my God-given talents at work and also, of course, in, in ministry. And so I was calling to the um, ministry around the year 2011. I fought that calling for a very long time because I was not convinced that God could use me um, with my past, with my issues. I was so sure that God had made a mistake. And I answered my call, as I said, in 2011, um, got ordained as a minister, got affirmed as an apostle, still struggle again with the calling, but I know now that God did not make a mistake, and I am on fire, and I'm running to do the all that God has called me to do. When I leave this earth, I want to be a vessel that leaves everything in the earth realm, and I die empty. Awesome. That is so good. Um so I know you mentioned about being called into ministry, uh, like, around 2012. And, of course, you know, you, I mean, based on your bio, you didn't open up the, uh, um, you know, the ministry until, um, I believe it was 2021. So I know also you, you spoke about being or sitting uh, very quietly in the back, you know, just waiting patiently for your time. And I want you just to share with um, with some of us, you know, because there are times when, you know, people, they get a word, they think that the word is for next week, <laughs> you know, when they may need to sit on this for a little bit while. Um, and so I just kind of want you to share, you know, what are some of the benefits as it relates to waiting? Um, and, what shall, and what should someone be doing to prepare themselves for whatever, um, you know, prophecy that they would have gotten? But especially when you talk about ministry and, you know, if God says, okay, well, if they get a prophecy today saying, okay, we're well, going to be pastoring a church, you know, there may be a fire for God now, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the church is going to or should come right. the next. <laughs> so talk to right. us a little bit about that. <laughs> so the for me, the waiting process um, was 
it, it wasn't difficult. I was, I enjoyed the waiting process, again, because I wanted to argue with God and try to get him to change his mind. So in my waiting, I did um, what I call the Gideon process. I began to ask God, God, if this is your will, give me a sign. God, show me. And everything that I asked God to do, and some things I didn't even verbally speak, he's still done. And so that gave me my confirmation of what the word had been spoken that I was to go into ministry. But even in that, I still waited. After I got my confirmation, I still waited because I wanted to ensure that my lifestyle was in alignment with what God was calling me to do. So in that time, um, of course, I prayed. I consulted my leaders at that time. Um, I talked to my husband, which at that time he was not my husband, talked with him, um, you know, because I wanted to ensure that when I stepped out into the role that God was calling me to do, that I was not going to be a hindrance or a stumbling block for someone someone else. So in the waiting process, it gives people an opportunity to really seek God's face and ask for his um, direction, for his instruction, um, to make sure that the path that you're taking is the correct path. And sometimes, for me, the path that I thought that he was taking me on was really not the path that he had designed for me. It was just like um, a preparation um, stage. Uh, you may have seen in my bio, for a while I was like the associate minister at my home church. And for me, that was part of my waiting process. But it was in that process that God began to prepare me to show me leadership, to show me how to pastor a church, to show me the things to do and the things to not do. And in that phase, I thought, of course, that I was going to be the pastor of my home church because I was sitting in the seat um, temporarily holding the ministry down while we were searching for a pastor. So in my mind, I thought that was my, my role, but, and, but God had a whole nother avenue for me to do. And it was in that, that season that God showed me, no, you're going to birth your own ministry. You're going to do marketplace. You're going to do this kind of thing. And so, but it was in that waiting process that God began to reveal the actual path that he had for me. That's really good. Um, you said so much, but one of the things I love that you share too, um, when you talk about your lifestyle uh, and not being, not you know, wanting to be a stumbling block, because I see so many people sometimes, you know, um, they kind of almost feel as though you could be in ministry and kind of live any kind of how and do any, you know, you could say what you want to say, do what you want to do, live any type of way. Right. And that's really not the case because, as a, right. as a, especially when you talk about being a leader, God holds you so much more accountable, I believe, than everybody else because you could be a stumbling block or a hindrance to right. other people. Um, and, and, of course, the influence that comes with you being a leader. Um, so I love that you, you know, you talked about that and making sure that, your lifestyle is in alignment, and you just being able to take the time to learn all the things that you need to learn. Because when you talk about uh, shepherding people, <laughs> that's right. a different ball game altogether. And so I'm glad that you shared that for those you know who may be listening in, if they've gotten a word or they feel like they've been called to ministry to to pastor or be an apostle, whatever it may be, um, that they know that you know you have to get your lifestyle in order. And just being able to sit under someone to be able to learn the things uh, that you need to learn so you so you don't make certain uh, mistakes. Of course, you know, we're going to, you know, going through life is a learning process, but if there are some things that you could avoid, um, you know, by being taught 
properly, right. or, you know, mentored or coached by other persons, then I think that, you know, that's what we should do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, that brings me to my other point now, because as a leader, uh, you know, you are, you're definitely, a, you're a senior leader. Um, so for you, you have you have a covering that you're accountable to. And so my question now is how important is having someone that you're able to be accountable to? Because I know, you know, some people, they don't like accountability or they feel as though that, you know, accountability is not important or is not as significant. Uh, share with us just a little bit about that, you know, the importance of having it and just your experience, you know, regardless of whichever one it might have been, but just your experience in being able to or having a covering or someone that you're accountable to. Having a, having someone that you are accountable to is very important. Um, having, you know, your covering not only prays for you, um, but it gives you someone that you can go to when you're when you're having issues. It gives you someone to get direction from um, and to make sure that you know you know the path that you're actually walking on and the things that you're doing as the leader is correct. But the, the most important thing is to make sure you have the right covering to make sure that you have the right leader. Because for me, I've had I won't say numerous leaders, but I've had several leaders. And I've learned a lot from each one. I've learned what to do from some, and I've learned what to, what not to do from others. And so for my leader that I am currently under now, I'm, um, I sit under Apostle uh, Mike um, Ebron, Jr. And so for me to be under him now as an apostle, he, he's teaching me um, the apostolic. He's teaching me how to um, lead from the front and from the back. He's teaching me you know, how to govern myself. He's teaching me, you know, the, the things that I think I've missed with my other leaders. One, because I was, I was new um, in ministry, new to my calling. So, you know, when you're new, you just, you just want to do right. You just want to make sure that you're doing the right thing. And so you're following whatever they're telling you to do, whether for me, whether uh, my spirit agreed or not because I wasn't sure if I was really feeling or hearing from God at that time, so whatever my leader instructed me to do, I did, you know. But as I began to grow and, have, you know, and tune my ear to be able to hear from God myself and, and be confident in that what I'm hearing is from God, you know, it, it began to change the way, one, I viewed myself, two, the way I viewed the people that I sat under. And then when God began to shift things for me, Again, I had to be obedient to what God was telling me. And so now with my current leader, I know, one, that he is a man of God, that he, he hears from God, and, and that he's not going to misuse or mishandle me as someone that's sitting under him. You know, so many times leaders um, or coverings, they take advantage of those who are new to ministry. Mm-hmm. They misuse those who... Um, who are under them or who, who, are, who are their spiritual children or whatever the case may be, sometimes they don't know how to handle them correctly and they mistreat them or they uh, abuse them or mishandle them. So now um, where I'm at, I'm thankful, you know, for God to, to bring this alignment between he and I. And now, you know, as I watch how he maneuvers through marketplace, as I watch how he maneuvers 
through um, the kingdom, it, it's like he's setting a path for us to follow. And when I say us, I mean the others who who are under him, his other um, mentees, um, things of that nature. He shows us the correct way on how to do things. And then he takes time to teach us the correct way. You know, it's just not about, um, uh, I'm going to say, um, casting out demons all the time. It's just not about deliverance all the time, but it's about sitting down and teaching from A to Z. This is the correct way that you um, handle your finances for your ministry. This is the correct way that you uh, handle the paperwork for your ministry. This is the correct way to do X, Y, and Z. So for me, having this covering is phenomenal, not only for me as a leader, um, but for me as a person in general, because now I feel like I'm getting everything um, from one person. Mm, that's good. <clears throat> you said a lot. Um, you talked about being able to hear from God yourself, and especially when you talk about being a new uh, leader um, or just someone you stepping into a position one of the things we always tend to lack sometimes is the confidence. And, you know, because sometimes you want to do things correctly, you want to do things the right way, you just listen to everything that, you know, they're saying because, of course, they are the senior ones or they are the ones who uh, right. we believe knows everything, you know, who who knows how to do everything. Um, but I love that you shared that you begin to incline your ear to God, hear what he was saying, and for him to develop that confidence because it is difficult sometimes being a um, – you know, a new leader, or I call it sometimes a new kid on the block, <laughs> you right. know, and that you're dealing with senior people or people who have been in positions for a while, and to say to them, well, you know, I don't know if this is working, or I don't know, is it so, like God is saying something else, uh, you have to be able to be confident in what he's saying, what God is saying to you, so you're able to almost like, you know, not be combative, but take a stand for what you know God is saying to you, and... um so I'm glad that you shared that. And then as it relates to your covering, Apostle Mike, I know Apostle Mike, and I could honestly say from the time I've met Apostle until now, I've watched him um, push his leaders, even for me, different things that, you know, we would have, you know, we would do. Um, I've watched him literally push his leaders. I've watched him, you know, he's big on teaching and, and making mm-hmm. sure you know what to do, like you say, not just the casting out the demons, but what about the practical side of life? Because, you know, right. I mean, we don't always live, yes, we are spiritual beings, but we live in a natural world, so you can't function in a natural world, right. you know, just right. going everywhere, just casting out, like, casting out demons, right. that's not, you can't reach people, you know? Right. So it's good that he's teaching, and I've seen him do this. He's really big on on teaching and building and equipping. I mean, that's what apostles do anyway, you know. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's the that's one of their mandates they, to build and equip others and send them out. And I've literally seen him function in that capacity. So, yeah. you know, it's it's yeah, it's 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 always good um, when you have that type of leader. But um, for those, let's just say, for example, who doesn't have that type of leader or who may be sitting under a leader that they know they need to. Um, leave from, and God is saying to them, hey, you have to, it's time for you to transition, you're in a new season, what advice would you give them on um, being able to make that transition successfully, but then also respectfully? Pray and ask God. Pray, you know, God will give you um, 
the answer, and he would also give you um, the release because there are some times when God tells you to move and you begin to move and the leader doesn't want to release you, you know, and so you war um, with, with that. But we have to be obedient to what God has instructed us to do because one thing that I've learned is that there are seasons, seasons, even with leadership, even with people, and you can't get everything that you need from one person. You know what I mean? So you, you have to be able to discern the time when it's time for you to shift. And God's going to let you know because you're going to come to a point to where you have received all you can from one leader. And in order for you to go to your next level, it requires you to transition. And so you have to be able to have that conversation with with the leader and say, you know, God is telling me um, it's time for me to, to transition, it's time for me to move, or whatever the case may be. And if that leader um, dismisses, you know, what, what you're saying or take takes light of what you're saying, you still have to be obedient to what God is telling you to do. Because if you continue to stay where God is telling you it's time to move, you're hindering your own self and you're blocking um the people that God has for you to reach on the next level because you refuse to move. You know, um, it's, it's not personal, you know, when it comes to the things of God. It's kingdom. We have to be about our father's business. And so you you will want your leader to bless you. You want your leader to um, send you off, you know, with the accolades and well done and I'm still praying for you. I'm still covering for you. And that's what we want, but that's not always the case. And we have to be okay with either. We have to be okay with either. Yes, that is so true. Um, Because a lot of people, I believe, even right now in that season of transition, (laughs) you know, uh, sometimes Mm -hmm. with leadership and the certain people, and not really knowing, you know, how, how to move, but, you know, with you sharing the importance of, you know, leaving, and especially if God says so, because um, if you don't transition, like you mentioned, you're going to miss a lot of your blessings, things aren't Absolutely. going to be working out, and it's really because God is saying, I need you to move, because the reality mm-hmm. is if God gives us, if he gives us things um, in an area where he's telling us to move from, we'll never move, <laughs> so he has to withhold it. <laughs> So we can actually move, and so you know, there's definitely um, uh, we must be obedient. You know, and the Bible tells us that obedience is better than sacrifice. <laughs> so you know, you have to move if God is telling you to move. And I encourage you all who are listening in to uh, move. You know, heed the voice of God and do what He says to do. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, sometimes I'm speaking for me. Sometimes we 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 don't want to hurt people's feelings. You know, we. We don't want mm-hmm. to um, burn bridges. We don't want to do any of that. But again, when you don't move, you know you're 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 blocking what God has for you. Like God is waiting to release a blessing. God is waiting waiting to give yeah. you the things that you've been asking for. But sometimes He can't give you what you're asking for because you're still connected to the wrong person. You're you're still mm-hmm. sitting in a place that He's. He said, it's it's time to, to, to move. It's time for you to transition. But as long as you sit there, I can't give you what you're really wanting. I can't give you 
the building. I can't give you the, the finances. I can't give you the house. I can't give you the car. I can't give you what you're asking me for because if I give it to you, it's going to be wasted because of who you, you are connected to. Sometimes, yeah. and the thing is, when we don't move, when God tells us to move, he will disconnect it for us. And when he does it, it's not good on either end. So yeah. it, 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 it's best for us to move when God says move, because if not, if he does, if he does the moving, if he mm-hmm. does the, the clipping, if he does the disconnecting, it's going to hurt on both sides. It's going to mm-hmm. hurt. Yeah, it really does. It really, really does. So you have to move. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's important and, and it's key. And I, I always tell people all the time, it's, it's better for you to um, do what God says <laughs> than for him to have to really intervene because, like you mentioned, it's gonna, it's, 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 it's not going to be good. It really is not going to be good um, because at the end of the day, God is concerned about our he's concerned about our well-being. He, if he right. desires for us to have this abundant life, this prosperous life, you know, that the Bible says, but not only that, that we pray about um, all the time, well, you can't get it if you don't do what he says to do. You know, he has the blueprint, he has the instructions, and so it's key that we do what he says for us to do. <laughs> right, absolutely. <laughs> now, Apostle Tangela, um, of course you mentioned that you are in nursing, so, you know, you're also in marketplace and ministry. How do you balance both marketplace and the ministry? Oh, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's a little <laughs> difficult. Because um, the role that I'm in now, I, um, I'm i a nurse. I also am a licensed nurse at home administrator, so I um, run a long-term care facility. The facility I currently um, lead is a 60-bed skilled facility and rehab. So, right. <laughs> so I'm running a multi-million-dollar business, um, and I have several people under me there, there as well. But what I've learned is even though it's marketplace, the leadership is still the same. You have to be have integrity. You have to be humble. And, again, you have to lead from the front and the back. You have to know when to give direction, and you have to know when to get in the trenches and help those, you know, who are, who are following you. Um, so I, 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 sometimes I do share my role in ministry. Other times I don't. It just depends. But whenever someone comes to my office, of course, and they're dealing with things, the first thing I, I say, you know, well, have you prayed about it? And normally when I ask that question, they stop for a minute. And sometimes they say no, sometimes they say yes. And so I begin to share, you know, how God is just maneuvering them, how God is shifting things in their life. And, pe- and they're really receptive. Every time God sends me to a new location, my first thing is, God, God, what is my assignment here? Why do you have me here at this point? And so I'm looking for the person or the people that I am to impact for the kingdom of God. Um, And it, it doesn't take long for God to highlight the persons or the people or the families that I am to either pray for or um, share an encouraging word, or to inspire by giving them sound um, instructions, kingdom principles, and things of that nature. You know, so I I, I enjoy it now. At first, I was kind of torn, like, God, how am I going to do, be pastoring and 
also work? How, how is this going to work, God? How, how am I going to separate the two? And he, he shared with me, it's not that you're going to separate the two. You're actually going to blend the two. And so mm-hmm. I'm able to blend um, my ministry and marketplace. Um, usually in the facility, we, we pray. You know, I implement a prayer in the mornings, um, and it's not uh, mandated. It's not that they have to. It's optional. And I find that residents and and staff often come to just lift up a prayer, you know, in the morning, and it just sets the tone and the atmosphere for for the building. Mm, That's good. And to be honest, they probably may actually be looking forward to it, to the prayers, because... You know, when prayer is done, prayer makes you feel, a, you know, in a way like it gives you um, energy. It makes you feel empowered. Um, right. And so sometimes, because I know for me, sometimes if people pray for me, I mean, sometimes I feel like I could conquer the world after that, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. so it may be the same um, thing for them. But it's it's good that you say that, you know, you just you, you learn to blend it. And then at the same time, even though you are in uh, you have your ministry assignments, but you still look to find ways in which you could minister even while you are um, in the marketplace. Um, I think okay. that's that's great what you shared because some people feel as though that they they can't do it, um, or, or, or better yet, they probably may not even know how to do it. You know, because right. they may feel like some people like you know it may make some people feel uncomfortable um, when you mm-hmm. talk about trying to open up that door to talk about God or to talk about certain things, but you know, once you come to prayer and you say, hey, did you pray about it? Um, you know, but you, like, you you know when to switch the hat, I guess, so to speak. And so it's really yeah. good that you shared that. So those maybe listening in, at least they too could know what they can do or probably what they can say to open up the door to generate even more conversation with that individual mm-hmm. who God might have called them to minister to. Absolutely. Um, so I want to say to you congratulations on being an author of a few books, uh, but Thank I you. want you to talk about your, you're welcome, I want you to talk about your 21-day journal. I love the name of it, You Grow you grow, Girl, Rooted and Grounded. And so I want to know, what did you want the readers to learn or gain from this journal? And what was the inspiration behind it? So the inspiration behind the 21-day grow journal was, I have been procrastinating. God, God has he has had downloaded so many titles for books, and I'm like, God, when am I going to have time to write? When am I going to have time to write a book? You, you have me in in ministry. You have me working. You know, I, I don't have no downtime. And He said, I need you to write this 21 day journal, and I need you to get it done in seven days. And I was like, What, Lord? Are you are you kidding me? <laughs> how how? And so at that time, I was doing a job to where I was traveling from different cities in North Carolina. Um, and so I was spending a lot of time in hotel rooms. And so this particular week, I sat down and I said, okay, God, what do you want me to do? And he said, do a 21-day journal. And I said, huh? And my passion, one of my passions is, is women, young girls. Um, to make sure that we, as women, we pour into each other. And one of my, one of the sayings I say a lot is, "You grow, girl," or "You glow, girl," um, glow on, and that kind of thing. And it hit me, "You grow, girl." I have a like a like a, 
T-shirt line that I do that says you go, girl. I have it on sweatshirts and cups and things like that. And he said, pen this journal. And so as I began to sit down, and it's not um, one of those long journals. It's 21 days, and it gives you 21 affirmations. It gives you 21 short prayers. And then it gives you time to pen whatever you're feeling. It's 15 minutes where you're able to actually write um, how you're feeling, what you're, what you're releasing, what, you're, what God is restoring, what God is renewing in your life. And my prayer is by the time whoever finishes the 21-day journal that God has shown them something new about themselves, hence the title, You Glow Girl, because we are changing and evolving on a daily basis, but oftentimes yeah. we miss the newness of us. We miss because we're so busy uh, doing motherhood. We're so busy um, building our brands. We're so busy doing things that we miss when God does something new in our life. So the 21-day journal is, like I said, 21 days where you take 15, 20 minutes a day to just sit and just listen to what God is telling you about you. And then you're able to pen and write and and. Then when you go back, you will have something that belongs to you. You have a 21-day journal that you can reference to that shows you how God has changed you in 21 days. And you can do it over and over and over and over again. There's no set time to start the journal because I have been like, God, do we start at the beginning of the month? And God's like, no, you don't have to start on day one. You can start on day five and go forward. It doesn't matter. The thing is, is to just start to discover the new you. Wow. That is good. Um, and it's so true because a lot of times God is, the things that he even give us to do, uh, we're growing, but we just sometimes look at it as this is my assignment or this is my mandate. And we don't really stop sometimes to really think about how even in doing what he's calling us to do, how it's um perfecting us with our growth and changing us and, and the newness. Like, we don't really take time to really see that. We just, you know, we're just so focused sometimes on, like I said, just completing the assignment automatically mm-hmm. we ask us to. So we, we miss all of that. And so, you know, that's why sometimes people make us say, you know, I'm so proud of you. I see you growing. But you hear them, but it's like, yeah, thank you. But then you're still not really uh, in your right. eyes. And now you're probably saying, well, I don't really see what all they're talking about. You know, as far as I know, I'm just doing what God told me to do, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And so I think it's good that you have the journal because it really does give us our, yeah, because I'm a woman too, you know, but it just gives us, even if the males kind of do it on their own own doing something else, but it does give us the opportunity to really sit down and see how far we've come. Um, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes the reflection is only done, okay, at the, uh, you know, at the, from the, um, maybe like towards the end of part of the year and everyone is trying to work on goals for the following year. But like you say, yeah. you could utilize this any time. You, do, you don't have to do it on day one. You can do it at any given time. Uh, that works. And so I think that is so good. Um, I think it really would get people in a space where they're more probably thankful, you know, and even being able to have right. more gratitude for what mm-hmm. God is doing. Um, and I think that helps open up the doors to so many other things, gratitude. It does. It does. And so the journal is built to where it's 21 days and 21 minutes because people will say, I don't have time 
to sit mm-hmm. down. I don't, you know, but 21 minutes, you can take 21 minutes. That's your lunch break. You can take 21 minutes and just be still and allow God to show you the things, you know, for me, the things that you need to release, you know. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it makes you want to re- relax. When you relax and release, you, you're letting go of things that no longer uh, mean you any good. And sometimes we don't we don't recognize the things that we need to re- release because we're so busy. But when you can take 21 minutes out of your day and just ask God, God, show me the who to release, show me the what to release, show me the how to release, God will begin to reveal things to you. And I guarantee you, after those 21 days, you will find a, something new about you. If, if, if nothing else, you will have learned how to let go of things that you've been holding on for years, you know, so, so you can move on and grow. Mm-mm-mm. That's so good. That's so good. Well, for those who are listening in, make sure you go ahead and purchase your You Grow Girl because um, we want you to keep growing, girl. <laughs> so yes, yes, yes. that is amazing. That is amazing. Yes, um, and now, you I heard you say to me, you said um, even the men, and God has been telling me, you, you, you just confirmed something for me, because God has been saying you need to also revise this for men, because men need to grow as well. Wow. You said that. I caught that, and I said, okay, Lord, I'm listening. I'm listening. So I'm going to have to go back and redo some stuff. Wow. Well, I'm happy that you got whatever confirmation that you needed because, you know, the men, they, they, they don't like to say it, but they, they need help too. <laughs> so at least, at least if it's there, you know, then they're able to just go ahead and purchase it and, um, you know, work on themselves, you know, work on mm-hmm. themselves on personal development, personal development. Absolutely. Now, Prophet, it's time to let I know for you one of the things you um, stand on is believing that God will get the glory out of your life as long as you continue to be a soldier in the army of God. Now, being a soldier isn't always easy. <laughs> it really isn't always easy. So I want you to speak some words of encouragement to those who may be tuning in now who are struggling with their faith, and they are on the verge of letting go. They're saying, God, I don't know how much longer I can do this, Um and they're just any minute now for them they would want to go. I just want you I want you to encourage them uh, right now. Oh yes. For those who are listening right now to the sound of my voice, know that God has not given up on you. You may be at a point in your life where you are ready to give up, where you are ready to throw in the towel, but I'm gonna tell you not today, not yet, not ever because God has a plan for your life. It may not look like it now. You may feel like you're in the darkest place of your life, but it's in the darkness that you begin to grow. Listen, I feel God, when you take a seed, you put a seed in the ground, that is the darkest place. But as long as you water it, you nurture it, it gets a little bit of sunlight, that seed will begin to grow. So listen, you may be in a dark place. It's the place where God is getting ready to begin to cause you to grow. He's going to establish you. He's going to settle you. He's going to begin to pour into you so that you can do what he has called for you to do. You have a purpose in this place, in this kingdom of God. 
You have a purpose, and God has a plan for you to do. So listen, open up your mouth, begin to praise God, begin to thank God, because it may be dark today, but tomorrow, tomorrow there will be sunshine. It may be raining now, but tomorrow there's going to be blue skies. Come on here. There there may be a windstorm right now, but tomorrow those winds are going to be gone because God has a plan for you. You're just in a season of change. So I want to encourage the listener on today to embrace the change. Embrace what God has for you because your newness, your your best is still yet to come. God has something in store for you that's going to change your life. Hold on. Don't give up. Don't give in. Hold out and hold on to God's unchanging hand. Yes, yes, amen. Listen, even I, I mean, I was not a place where I um, was ready to let go, but listen, that encouraged me to even keep going, you know. So thank you so much. I mean, that was, man, thank you so much for sharing, um, for encouraging them. And so my hope and my prayer is that, you know, if you're tuning in, that you won't let go. You listen to what the woman of God has to say. And just just know that the best is yet to come. You know, God still has you on his mind, you know. Yes. So thank you, thank you so much for that, Apostle Tangelo. Listen, you've, you've left us with some powerful um, advice today as well as some things that we can do for self-reflection for ourselves. Uh, so I just want to know, what is there any final advice or is there anything that you didn't say or you didn't get to say that you probably feel that like God is saying now um, just to release to them? Just what, just any final words um, right now? My final words will be to, to trust God. Trust God, trust God, trust God. We trust a lot of things. We trust people. Mm-hmm. We, we trust our finances, but in this season, trust God. God is not going to let you down. He's not going to fail you. He's always going to come through, but trust him. As the Bible says, the, 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 the faith, the size of a mustard seed can move a mountain. So you may, you may feel like that, that you don't have what it takes, but still trust God. That idea that God has given you, that's a God idea. Trust God, uh, he's going to change the trajectory of your life. When we put our trust in him, when we put our trust in him, no demon in hell can stop what God has for us because God's sole purpose is to see us win. Listen, we're fighting from victory. The battle has already been won. The battle was won way back on Calvary. The battle is already uh, squashed and finished. We have the victory. So there's no reason for us to walk around in defeat. There's no reason for us to walk around with our heads down. There's no reason for us to be depressed because we have a Savior who has our best interest at heart. And everything that God has promised you, it shall come to pass. So just trust God in this season. Yes, amen, amen. Listen, this is an amazing show. Um, I'm definitely glad that you were able to come on. It was really, really amazing. But one of the things I want you to do, you know, before you go, is just let our listening audience know any upcoming events that you have or just ways in which they could connect to you via your social media platforms. Awesome. So you can find me on Facebook under Tangela Phillips Lane. Um, you can find me on Instagram 
under I am TP Lane, or you can follow the ministry under New Vision of Faith Kingdom Ministries on Instagram as well as um, Facebook. And I'm also on Clubhouse, and I can't remember my tag on Clubhouse, but if you look for this Tangela Phillips Lane, I'm sure you'll be able to locate me there. All right. Well, definitely thank you so much, and everyone, thank you for tuning in to today's amazing show with my special guest, Apostle Dr. Tangela Phillips Lane. Be sure to be sure to join me every week for another episode of Emergence Radio Talk. You know this is the show where you'll be inspired to emerge, occupy, and take dominion. Um, once again, I'm your host, Dr. Tavara Johnson. If you want to connect with me or stay connected with me, you can follow me on my social media handles. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Clubhouse, um, under Tavara Johnson or Dr. Tavara Johnson. And also be sure to visit my website at TavaraJohnson.com. Um, so you can send me an email at info at TavaraJohnson.com if you want to connect with me, um, if you want training, whether it's leadership, coaching, training, uh, personal development, just go ahead and uh, send me a message, and I definitely look forward to connecting with you. So everyone, have a wonderful evening and blessings. Thank you for tuning in to Emergence Radio Talk. For more information on Emergence Radio Talk, Emergence Mentorship Program, or Women to Women Mentoring Program, be sure to visit com. If you would like to be a guest on our show, email us at info at tavarajohnson.com or follow us on all of our social media platforms Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and Periscope that's Tavara Johnson stay connected and updated on all upcoming events until next time thank you for joining